2: We are back to Tales from 2 AM. I am Brian Anthony Davis on behindthesteelcurtain.com, the BTSC family of podcasts. Thanks for everybody joining us today. What we're talking about today is what where the where the Pittsburgh Steelers fit in at your family table. So, and that's exactly what we're doing. So, I had talked about how uh, my my wife who and my girlfriend at the time back in uh, 2006 how um she actually broke up with me in the morning of the draft and you know I talked to her and I'm like look I am here with you I am taking all of you you know I'm taking your family too because this is who I want to be with and uh so you know that's the only time we broke up but like I said it was it was really just about 20 minute breakup but the the thing here is you don't break up with somebody on the morning of the draft <laughs> and I kid her all the time like but you broke up with me on draft day (laughs) and then i win every time (laughs) so that's the one thing i said you can you can write a statement defending yourself but i'm gonna i'm gonna bring that up she's like whatever (laughs) um but so after that we started our lives together and she one of her favorite things in the world she actually worked at the disney store and she uh She is a Disney fanatic. She's a Mickey mouse fanatic and loves them. And so I found the perfect gift on eBay and it was in a package. There's actually a Mickey mouse bobblehead wearing a Steeler uniform. So it was perfect. And we still have that. And that's down in the Steeler room. And I got that for as a symbol of us together, you know, combining our loves combining our loves for, for uh, Mickey and the Steelers and doing it together. And uh, we actually got engaged at Disney world and I had a, uh, I had a ring um, made in Indiana PA. My dad helped hook me up with a guy to make a ring. So it looked like mouse ears. I wanted to make it look like hypocycloids, but I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, but it looked like mouse ears. And we had a chance to be in the uh, parade. And the cool thing about being in the parade is everybody's coming up to us because they heard you're the ones that got engaged. Those people that work there. So we're, we're a backstage or back or whatever you call it at Disney world waiting for the parade. And this is, uh, this is now they're in the 2006 season. So I'm wearing my Super Bowl champion sweatshirt and, uh, we're, we're uh, riding through the parade and everybody's waving to us. And, you know, we're not Disney characters We're nobody. And uh, we were just asked because we were engaged and they always let families in. So it was our turn and it was great. And we're waving through and people were seeing swear. A lot of them are, are commenting on my sweatshirt, yelling at me and, and, uh, how awesome it was Steelers go Steelers and you know yelling where they're from. And then one guy said, I'll never forget this. I'm from Cleveland and flip me the bird. <laughs> and it was the greatest moment as far as, you know, that guy was that passionate about being a Cleveland fan and seeing my Steelers Super Bowl champion sweatshirt that he gave me the finger at Disney World. <laughs> you know, it does not get better than that when it comes to being in that rivalry with the Steelers in Cleveland. Um, Tony earlier I was going to talk about her love for uh Hines Ward and Troy Polamalu and Bettis. Those were her three favorites. And we decided before we got engaged that, uh, we were going to cohabitate and live together. And we thought we would get dachshunds together. We still have dachshunds. Um, we, uh, but the dachshunds that we got, they have both pa- passed away and, uh, Oh man, big Marv. What's goody. um, Big Marv in the house. Good to see you, my friend Dallas Quinley. I see him in there too. Um, Asiatic Noble. Nice to see you. Um, if you're just coming in, we're talking about the Steelers and the family, and making room for the Steelers at your family table. So um, we got these doxins together, these little boy and a girl. And I'm my role is let me name the dogs. You know, you're not going to let me name the kids because. When my nephew was born in 2006, my godson as well, who's a huge Steeler fan, Noah, shout out to my <laughs> my buddy Noah, and uh, 14 years old and huge Steelers fan, and uh, that's our bond together too. Um, it, it goes so many ways. There's so many ways to bond with the Steelers and family, and we got these dogs, and but oh, I digress. I was talking about Noah. So when Noah was born, I'm like trying to get my sister. I'm like, look, you got to name him Arthur, Arthur Rooney Davis. And uh, she wasn't married at the time. Um, But, you know, she is now, but was not naming the kid Arthur. And I'm like, you got to name him Arthur. So I'm like, you know, when we have kids, Arthur, and she's like, "Uh, you're not naming the kid Arthur. Um, I was trying to get Myron in there, but then my buddy, my buddy who got me the tickets, Doug, he named his dog Myron. So, I mean, I kind of name a dog Myron. Um, so I'm like, I'm naming the dogs and we got the dogs, these cute little girl and a boy. And she goes, it just doesn't look like an Arthur. I'm like, eh, I'm like, all right, let right, let's, let's compromise on this. The girl we'll call Paula Malu. So we'll call her Polly. The boy. We'll call Hines, Hines Ward Davis. So it's really funny. I mean, Hines was a, they're both passed away now. We, we lost Hines last year and uh, we lost Polly the uh, weekend of the AFC championship game when the Steelers uh, were playing uh, New England in 2016. Um, absolutely broke my heart. Um, I had a little picture of her watching the game with me because she always curled up and watched the game and uh we taught the girl we we taught the dogs um we taught the dogs every time they heard touchdown stealers they got a treat so when we you know touchdown stealers the dogs would come running and they were i mean it it was pure pavlovian and it was awesome and so the dogs were very much part of the family and very much a part of the Steeler way too uh it you know it was great um so snowman's in the house hey what's up snowman good to see you um so you know so heinz we have heinz and polly and and heinz was a little maniac sometimes <laughs> he would just run around the yard he'd get loose and he'd run down the street after other dogs he was tough like heinz and uh and he would my gosh one time heinz jumped on the back of a golden retriever the golden retriever's go. Rah! running around Heinz is on his back just holding on for dear life it was hilarious and my wife's there
0: Heinz Ward get
2: back here Heinz Ward like the neighbors think she's crazy because she's she's yelling at Heinz Ward (laughs) and no clue that's the dog's name Heinz Ward um so just funny story I thought I'd throw in there too um Heinz and Polly very much part of the family so the kids Connor was born in 2007 and uh jelly was born in 2009. So here's a big thing about that. You know, what's, what's the first thing that happens when the kids are born, you know, they, uh, you know, of course they, they clean them off and, you know, they hand them to the family and then you're, you're figuring out what their name is. And because we didn't know what their names were, uh, We wanted to wait till we saw them. We had some ideas. Um, I I did not get to name the kids. I mean, there was going to be a Ben. There was going to be. I mean, I'm like, hey, could we call this one Debo? Could we call this one Fast Willie? No, 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 Brian. Um, So, anyways, you know, the one of the first things you do within the first day is you have their very first picture, and the hospital comes in, they take their official first first picture my wife had these outfits picked out for their first picture. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. I convinced the hot people at the hospital. I'm like, we get two pictures. They're like, what? I said, we get two first pictures because my wife has these, these, uh, outfits, but their official hospital picture has got to be draped in a terrible towel. And that's what we did. Their official baby pictures. They're draped in a terrible towel. My grandchildren—that's the same thing. Even if they're not Sealer fans, I'm making it happen. That's um, what I do. But so this was uh, my very first child. Connor was. Uh, um, now I do have I do have a stepson. You can actually see him in that family picture in the background wearing the TJ Watt. Um, he's married now. Um, very much a part of our family. A huge part of our family. Um, you know, he's my first son. So Stefan's my first son. Um. But my my firstborn to me was Connor. And he was born on August 4th. So he had a birthday last week. Happy birthday. 13, big 13. And uh, August 5th was Mike Tomlin's first ever game as a coach. It was his first preseason game. They were playing in the Hall of Fame game. And uh, I was wearing my San Antonio Holmes jersey. They're playing in this game. I'm watching in the hospital. They're getting some rest. And so we we dressed up. We dressed up a uh, Connor in this little. And we draped the towel on his bassinet there in the hospital bassinet, and uh, I put a little jersey over him. I mean, he, he was swimming in it, but uh, yeah, I put him on him. And uh, so I'm watching the game, and this guy comes in to give him shots, and he's wearing Raven sneakers. And I'm like, dude, Raven sneakers. And he's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm a Ravens fan, and gives the kid a shot. Connor starts crying, and you know, he's a baby, he gets a shot. I mean, he's a day old. Why is this guy sticking me? And uh I said to him, look, hey, see, that's it. Ravens fans. You trust them. They'll they'll make you cry. <laughs> or they'll try to make you cry. Your first lesson of being a Steeler fan. Now, is my son the biggest sports fan? No, he's not a big, he is not a big sports fan at all. But he watches the game with us from time to time. Um, but and Jeff Hartman's kids do the same thing. Um, they're they're really good at this too. They see a Ravens fan, they talk smack. My kids talk smack on Ravens fans and any fans the entire time. Yeah, Donald, you're right. It's a clear plastic tub on a cart. <laughs> so <laughs> you're absolutely correct. I am I I'm lucky, you're lucky I didn't even know the word bassinet. <laughs> so um that's really funny um so you know mark firestorm by the way that's an awesome name um he says laugh out loud i'm in south australia it literally is 2 a.m here right now and you're partying with us tales from 2 a.m mark great you know we've got a great we have great fans in australia too and uh so (laughs) Donald's saying he likes the fact that I spruced it, spruced up the name. I appreciate that, buddy. Um, so, you know, that's the thing you incorporate what you love into your family. You know, they're not huge into, uh, into being Steeler fans, the kids, but they love Steeler Sunday and that's fine. You know what? There, there's going to be a time that, uh, that they are into it. And, uh, but we do Steeler Sunday every every day game in the uh, regular season night game I go to my buddy Mike's house and we gather there but if it's a day game it's a it's like a Super Bowl party every week we plan a menu we have all these from Western Pennsylvania here in Maryland all these Steeler fans and hey Biggie Bronco if you were here I'd invite you I'd invite you in there's just one role you come in You could wear what you want. You could wear a Bronco jersey. You could wear a Ravens jersey. But the rule is, and it's my same rule as if you're in a stadium, anybody's allowed in my living room, you just can't pee on the couch. So you be respectful of the team you're watching, and you're not a jerk about it. And that's what it is. Now, I think think it was Big Marv that mentioned that his wife's a Cowboys fan. So back in 1996, I was dating... This uh, this woman when I was living in West Virginia, and I I brought her home to meet my parents in in uh, Johnstown, and they were, she was a Cowboys fan, and the Steelers and Cowboys were both playing in the playoffs that day, and the Cowboys were going to play later on playing the Panthers, and the Steelers were playing the Patriots in those horrible fog game that twenty eight to three game that they lost. And at one point, they hand off the ball to Curtis Ma- Curtis uh, Martin. Curtis Martin takes off for an 80-yard run. He's running down the field. Okay? This woman that I'm dating, she stands up and starts cheering. Woo! She's not a Patriots fan. She was just being a butthole. I mean, look, I'm sorry if you don't like the way I'm I'm talking about her. She was just being a complete butt. All right. Just trying to tease me because my team was losing. Oh man, was I angry. My dad's looking at her, He's like, dude, he looks at me and goes, What are you doing here? I'm like, ah, dad, I don't know. I, I broke up with her a couple of weeks later. I mean, I just couldn't get over. It. I there's that wasn't the only reason I broke up with her. It's kind of the last straw. I'm like, all right, I, I'm kind of done here. She's not respecting my team. And she doesn't fit in. She's not making room for the Steelers at the table, you know. And, and that's it. There's, I have no problem. I would marry a Ravens fan. I would have no problem if they were respectful of it. Now, my joke with my son, I, I've never told him this, this, but I always had this joke with my wife about about my son. And you could probably see him in the background there. He's wearing the the uh, Juju jersey um, when he was born. I'm like, look he could be anybody he wants to be in this world. He can be, he could be born any way He wants in this world. If he comes to me when he's 16, 17 years old and says, dad, I'm gay. I would say to him, son, I love you more than anything in this world. And I'm, and I don't care who you are. You're a part of my family. But if he comes to me when he's 16 and says, dad, I've thought about it. I'm a Ravens fan. Son, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> of course, you know, I wouldn't do that, but that that's the joke we always had. So, but I can actually marry a Ravens fan. I could marry a Bengals fan. I could marry just as long as you're uh... <laughs> respectful. I got to bring this one up in the board. Um, it says you got two wives in the pick bad. Um, Actually, no, that's my daughter-in-law, Sydney, who's a Steelers fan. Um, so that's the daughter-in-law and whose birthday was last week as well too. So shout out, happy birthday. I, mi- I missed that in last week's show. Um, so no, I, I only have one wife and uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to put two wives in the picture, but I, that's really funny. Um, Big Marv says, but she loves some players on our team. He's talking about his wife, who's a Cowboys fan. I'm going to switch her over to the Steelers. That's good. See, he's still trying, but Big Marv, I'm sure you're respectful of the Cowboys, and uh, and she's respectful of the Steelers, and it works. You could do that. Our good friend Marvin, I think uh, his wife's a Saints fan, and he roots for the Saints for her too. If they're in the Super Bowl, I think uh, the Saints are. She's on her own, but uh, you know, you can cohabitate with, you can live with another a fan of another team you've just got to uh you've just got to be respectful of that x eddie b saying my mom used to like joe flacco hey you know you can't get on moms but uh you know joe flacco mom come on he's not elite (laughs) mr and mrs steeler i miss missus and mr steeler i keep messing that up we have the same role we love endlessly except being a Steelers fan. That's so hysterical. Our gay team knows where we draw the line. And, uh, and the, the line is being a Steelers fan. And I, I respect that because family's family, but you throw in the fact that, uh, you could, and you're going to accept your family, but family is going to make room for what you love. And you make room for what your family loves. I mean, I, uh, I do some things with my kids that uh, I go to places My gosh, I've been to. uh, I took my mom to a Clay Aiken concert and uh, people were like, and Jeff Hartman tried to take my steel. Jeff and Dave tried to take my stealer card away from me. And I'm like, no, I'm proud of it. Take your mom to a Clay Aiken concert. She loves Clay Aiken. I'm going. It was a Christmas show. So it was cool. It was Christmas music. I I loved it. And we waited backstage. I made sure my mom got outside the door so she could be the first he gets out because I got some intel that you can meet him and he shook her hand and then ignored everybody else. All these screaming women and screaming girls and shook my mom's hand and said hello to her and you do stuff for your family.
1: I will call upon you to do a service for me Play the Godfather now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family
2: No purchase necessary VGw group boy' prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply. but when there's something you love, you incorporate it and Steelers become a part of the family just like Disney has been a, a, become a part of my family too. So Mr., uh, Mrs. and Mr. Steeler I love that. you know what? you love your son for who he is, but the, you got roles. We're a Steeler family. If he brings another team into the mix, if he brings in the, the uh, Ravens or the Bengals, it's like, you feel sorry for him, but you're like, okay, I'll respect it. As long as you respect our religion. That is, I call it St. Myron sometime, <laughs> which, which is uh far from Catholic, but uh, you know, or the, uh, the the Church of Rooney, St Rooney's, you know I mean, that's our religion at the house and and we uh, and we embrace that. So so many family stories. So what I want to do? and this is awesome. Snowman Snowman is our Robin Masters. that's what Tony and I call him. Um, great supporter of the show. I bought my mom front row Kenny Rogers tickets for a few a few years ago. I don't think that's a sacrifice, though, Snowman, because I would have gone to Kenny Rogers for you. That would be with you. That's awesome. And may he rest in peace. Uh, that was one of those things my my wife had to... Uh, my wife's like, yeah, did you hear the news when he passed away? And she had to break it to me. <laughs> so that's that, that's the thing. Um, And I tell the story all the time about how, you know I'm a big 80s music fan, and I know every song of the... I know every number one song and the date of every number one song in the 1980s. And a lot of it was because I had a between one and two. I had to watch the, the start of the Steelers game. Cause most of the game started at one o'clock back in the eighties. And I had a listen to the top 10 of Casey Kasem American top 40 and Casey Kasem was my guy. So a lot of my childhood was two guys, two guys that shaped my childhood were Chuck Knoll, the emperor and Casey Kasem. Would you believe that they died on the same weekend, Father's Day weekend, in 2000? I, I mess this date up all the time. And, and the reason I mess this date up, because I'm suppressing it. Um, I believe it was 2014. I kind of suppressed this. I, it's like that episode of different strokes when Willis couldn't remember anything that happened in 1975. He couldn't remember the NBA champions. He couldn't remember anything because stuff that happened 75, because that's when his parents died. So, so when, uh, they died on the same weekend, not only did they die on this, a day apart on the same weekend, they died at age 82. They were 82 years old when they died. It's father's day weekend. And people were phoning the house and texting my wife saying, does Brian know yet? She goes, no, he's uh, we're about to do father's day gifts. And he doesn't know. He hasn't seen his phone yet. Um, I've got to go break it to him. <laughs> so, and uh, you, you know, that's uh, you know, but that's where family comes into play. You know, they know what's important to you and the things that are important. Get a place at your family table, and that's what the Steelers do. Um, I think this is really funny. Um, Ezra Nehemiah, another great contributor to the show. Uh, Benny Hill shaped my childhood, <laughs> that's really funny. But <laughs> really funny, Benny Hill, he was classic. Um, Big Marv is an 80s fan, also. Um, I'm serious, I uh, you know, I can't do it on the show here, but because you could think I'm cheating, but I do this in person. I I used to win dates. uh, It drives my wife crazy, but um, I can give, I can take absolutely any date in the 1980s and off the top of my head, tell you the day of the week and the number one song. So that's, that's my thing. Yeah. Just me uh, confirmed that it was 2014, man, that, I mean, I suppress that. I mean, that's something, and I will forget that again. Uh, I know it's right around there because it's something that I, I suppress, but here's the thing back to those, two guys that shaped my childhood dying on the same day. What eased it what eased the entire thing was kids on my lap, bringing me gifts for father's day and the love of a family. And knowing that I was hurting because celebrities that I never met that kind of shaped my childhood passed away. And they were, uh, they were trying to make me feel better about it. And you know, it didn't hurt as much. Um, So, Hey, Family Steeler stories. I want to hear them. Snowman says, I was working a 12-hour shift, so I couldn't go. So I asked my big sister to take my mom. They gave my sister enough money to take my mom to dinner and buy her a T-shirt. And that was the Kenny Rogers concert that it's talking about. Um, Man, you probably missed a great show because ah, Kenny was great. Um, But I want to hear some some fun Steeler stories, some family Steeler stories. I want to talk about the show This Is Us. Um, I'm sure some of you watch it. Some of you probably don't and wonderful show. Um, One of the, it's going to tug at the heartstrings. The very first episode, you know, the very first scene, it's the guy's birthday and he's wearing nothing but a terrible towel because that was his wife's gift to him for his birthday. And then they show later on in the season, how she purchased the terrible towel for him. Um, because it was set in Pittsburgh. Um, they conceived the kids at Froggy's, which was a real Pittsburgh bar, and uh they conceived the triplets. Um, and I I don't want to give away too much of the show if you've never watched it, because it's a really good show. Um, they conceived them in the bathroom at Froggy's during halftime of Super Bowl 14, where the Steelers beat the Rams. Um, so you know it's uh it's a very Steeler-centric show. So There was an episode where she was talking to this guy she was dating. He said, um, she's like, I'm watching the uh, game with my dad. I can't go out with you tonight. Um, Or it was going to be their first date. I'm watching the game with my dad. Well, can I come over and watch the game with you? And she goes, that's kind of our thing. And he kind of forced his way in. And then he kind of, uh, she kind of kicked him out because he wasn't really paying attention to the game. And that was her time with her dad. And her dad had passed away and the urns on it on the couch with her and that's what she did you know um and that was to make sure her father watched the game after he passed away and i've asked my daughter who's only she's only 11 i've asked her a couple of years ago when i saw that I said, hey would you do that for me and probably scared her but she agreed to do that um someday so i could watch the steelers um miss uh mrs and mr steelers we have saved every jersey we bought for our babies from birth And when they move out, we are making a blanket out of them. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, Ezra Nehemiah says, my sister is a Ravens fan. We watched the Immaculate Extension together. What a sweet moment. And that was Christmas Day. So that's really cool. And, uh, you know, you probably have that rivalry, but it's still Christmas. And the thing is, the Steelers and Ravens aren't going to pull you apart. You know, I joked about that, that thing earlier about, you know, my son wanted to be a Ravens fan, but they're not going to pull you apart, but you have that fun rivalry. But when it comes down to it, it's your bond with your sister that can't be broken. The laundry that you wear, the the team that you root for, the culture that you have that can coexist as long as there's room at the steel at the table for the Steelers. And really, there's got to be room at the table for the Ravens, too when your sister's there, because, you know, it's a rivalry, it's fun. And that was, that was a bittersweet day for me. Cause that's the day George Michael died. And, uh, it was, uh, my wife was a huge George Michael's fan, George Michael fan. And uh, me being an eighties guy, you know, that, that kind of, uh, was kind of sad. Um, we have a super chat from Dave Shipley, $20 super chat. So thank you very much for your hardworking money. We really appreciate it. My wife started whacking people. And we won Jacksonville with the terrible towel in 2003. She was whacking people with the terrible towel. That's Security had to stop in and settle everything down. I knew she was a keeper. 17 years later, ghost dealers. Mrs. Shipley, Mrs. Dave Shipley. You're whacking people with a terrible towel. Was it in Jacksonville? That's even better. Dave, you, you've got to follow up with that. I got to know if that was in Jacksonville. My wife and I went to a Steelers game in Jacksonville about six years ago. Um, Yeah, it was 2014 as well. And uh, it was 75% Steeler fans. And it it was pretty amazing. Um, Wes says, my daughter, five years old, she doesn't really understand sports, but she's all about watching football and wearing a Steeler jersey with her pops. Man, that's what it's about. You cherish that. Like Dave Shipley says, uh, Wes, you cherish that. And that's it. And my kids wear Steeler stuff all the time and they know, they know what it means. And even though they're not fans, they'll go talk smack. Um, snowman says he works with a couple. Um, he's a giants fan. She's a Cowboys fan. How, how's that work? <laughs> but you know, as long as there's room, room at the table, um, so oh yeah, Sean Manahan says, Don't let uh your wife hear you say you could marry a Ravens fan. No, I've uh I, I married a Marylander, but not a Ravens fan. Um Big Marv's dog has a Steeler collar. That's that's really cool. Um Donald Nolan, bad trivia question. Can you name all the players that caught a pass for the Steelers last year? I tell you what, I'm not I won't look that up, but uh we'll, we'll go ahead and put that on the, uh, Tony and I will, we'll do that tomorrow. So I, I will not look that up and I won't even think about that. And let's do that tomorrow. Cause I like that. Or maybe I look it up and we try to get Tony on that. That's a good one on the Q and a, and, uh, remember the retro show will be the next day too. Um, so Sean Manahan says, my mother took me to my first Steeler game in Tampa in 2001. I remember that game. So I was there and watched Jerome Bettis dominate the paper champs in person with my terrible towel. And if I'm not mistaken, he threw a touchdown past that game shot. Um, I'm pretty sure he did. Um, Wes says, I forget what year it was, but I'm sure someone will know. We had just lost to the Bengals, which eliminated us from the playoffs. I was furious and told my wife I wasn't even watching the last game that might be 2003. I'm, I'm actually, uh, if that's possible, could that be 2003 or I'm not sure. Yeah. They didn't miss the playoffs that, that much. So, um, probably either 2003 or 2006, maybe, um, Wes Hickok again, August, Cleveland, December 31st. Little did. I know my wife bought me tickets to the game. Turned out to be a great time. Um, that's awesome. Um, Donald here. I was working at Dino's bar and wings in Latrobe when Steelers won Super Bowl in f- 2005. It was almost like being at the game place was packed to the brim with nothing but Steeler fans. Best memory. I have, you know, Steelers are supposed to be a fantasy being a football fan. It's supposed to be a fantasy world and it's a, supposed to be an escape. Um, so that's, that's really cool. And you, you'll remember that. And I'm going to remember those moments with, uh, you know, dancing with the kids when the Steelers won, um, probably one of my, uh, I'm going to wrap it up cause we're closing in on an hour, but, um, probably I'm going to save the last, the last great memory, um, for the end. Um, Marcus Nash, I love this. Three of my four kids were born in Steelers Super Bowl years, 1995, 05, and 08. Um, Tell you what. If there's time, the fifth kid, and uh, see if we can get them in a Super Bowl year here uh, in 2020. I mean, it could be right after the Super Bowl. How about that? My daughter... We were uh, pregnant with my daughter in a Super Bowl year, so that's that's special. Chandler Brown, um, me and my mom went to a Steelers-Panthers game in 14. Panthers fans had white towels, and we were waving our terrible towels, and fans started whacking us with their towels and security had to step in. Um, caught your show last week. I just lost that. Um, But uh, – where was that, Andrew Wilbar? Caught your g- guys' show last week at the end. Of, at least, good show, bad. I appreciate that, Andrew Wilbar. Thank you very much. Hey, if you miss these shows, you can go back Can watch on YouTube. Um, that's uh, that's something we appreciate. Yeah, X80B is trying to get Mr. Nash to make more babies so we can win the Super Bowl. Um, so uh, who has. Dave Shipley says, if they're in Florida, let me know. I got luxury box in all three. Let me know. Um, hey, I'll come to I'll come down to a game again. I, I would love to do that. Um awesome. Next time the Steelers are playing, and I'm calling you up, Dave. <laughs> my wife loves Florida too. Um, Ezra says in 2015, I went to Cincy for the playoff game. I had VIP passes and snuck into the Bengals locker room and took a picture while standing on the Bengals logo. That picture will definitely be my funeral pick. I love it. Sean says my wife was pregnant with my son during the Super Bowl 108. Same with same with my daughter. The, the night they won the Super Bowl, she had to stay that night in the hospital. Wow. Oh, so during the Super Bowl. Wow, that's that's a gift. That's a better gift than the Lombardi. So that's, that's really awesome. So I only have about two more minutes. I want to tell you my last story. So a lot of people hear me talk about this, and I probably talk about it too much. But in 2003, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. And, um, something I caught really quick and something I was able to take care of, but there was a question of whether I could have children. And, uh, so, and, uh, you know, they told me because you didn't have radiation. Um, I went to Johns Hopkins, um, and they're like, you know, you didn't freeze. So you might not be able to have children, but since you're not having radiation, you should probably be Okay. Um, and it might be a lot of work to have kids too. And I'm like, you know, I have no problem doing that. Um, but I definitely want to have children. And ironically, I had taken the test right before and I got the results. Um, I just wanted to know, and I had taken the test and found out that I was actually able to conceive, but it would be a lot of hard work. The day, the results came the day of my first date with my wife. And, uh, so the, that was something good to know. I didn't tell you that's something you don't tell her on, on her first date, <laughs> but so, you know, with the cancer, not sure if I, I would ever, uh, ever be able to conceive and the cancer happened, um, the year of my divorce too. So a lot of weird stuff going on in my life and ended up being the best year of my life. Cause I found out a lot about myself. So to make a long story short, it's Thanksgiving weekend, and my wife wasn't feeling well. And uh, and uh, two thousand six, she wasn't feeling that well during Thanksgiving and everything. And I'm watching the Steelers with Polly, my dog Palomalo, and watching downstairs in my basement. And they lose like twenty-seven nothing to the Ravens, and it's the first half. And I was so mad. I had all the Steeler Super Bowl bobbleheads, and I turned them around. I I don't want to look at you guys right now. I'm mad at you guys because you're playing awful. Why I'm talking to bobbleheads. I don't know. So I turned them around and she comes walking down the, the steps and I'm there watching the game by myself in the, in uh Steeler central, what I call it. She comes down and says, Hey, can I talk to you? And uh I'm like, yeah, she goes, everything. Okay. I'm like, uh, Steelers suck today. I mean, they're awful. The Ravens are beating them. You know, Bart Scott just bloodied Ben Roethlisberger's nose. I'm really mad. Uh, uh, I'm so mad at him. And she saw the bobbleheads. You turn the bobbleheads around. I'm like, yeah. She goes, so <laughs> She starts to laugh. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, I'll come back later. I'm like, no. What do you need? And she pulls out the stick. And at that moment, I found out that I was going to be a father for the first time. And uh, that's twenty-seven. Nothing didn't mean anything anymore you know? And, uh, I knew I was like, this is awesome. And it, it took the sting out of them losing. The game didn't even matter. In fact, I don't even know if I watched the rest of the game. I was so excited, but I knew I was going to have a little Steeler fan. I knew I was going to have add to my family and there was going to be room for all of us at the table and, uh, greatest day of my life. And the Steelers lost 27, nothing. And it didn't matter because family comes first, but you always make room at the table for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Brian Anthony Davis. You could call me bad. You call me 2 a.m. This has been Tales from 2 a.m. I'm so glad my Steeler family, my BTSC family, all of you on this screen is uh, here with me today. So thank you so much. We're all Steeler family together. You guys are the best. See you tomorrow night and check us out on all of the BTSC family of podcasts. I love you, BTSC nation. I'll talk to you next time.
0: chumba.chumbacasino.com. Number pressed over limit by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?